Hi, my name is Rachel Perry. I am a 48 years old, grey-haired, curved model. I'm going to be your host for Out of the Bubble podcast. I started a new career aged 46 modelling, and over on social media I found so many amazing, inspiring women over 40 who are really embracing midlife and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down the stereotypical middle-aged barriers. So I thought it would be fun to share them with you. Welcome to episode 11 of Out of the Bubble with this week's guests, Nancy Zeffman and Eileen Willett, co-founders of Cucumber Clothing. Cucumber Clothing launched in 2017, providing cool-looking loungewear and nightwear guaranteed to keep your body cool without the sweats, mixing high-tech and luxury fabrics. So, ladies, welcome both of you. Thank you. Thank you very much for seeing me this morning. Thank you. Before we get to talk about Cucumber Clothing, let's talk about your friendship. How long have you both known each other? A long time. (laughs) (laughs) So we met at the school gates. So Eileen's oldest son and my middle son were at school together. We were just working this out. We think it was year one. So how old would they have been? About six. So we reckon it was about 19 years ago that we met. So uh, they were friends, uh, well, from the beginning, really, and friends throughout school, went to different universities, and now they're both back in London working and renting a flat together. That's so, so nice. Yeah. 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 So that means you would have been in your early, early 30s? Early yeah. 30s, yeah. yeah. exactly. So you've changed. Obviously, you've kind of gone through having kids together yes. as they've grown up yes. and all yes. the challenges it brings with it. Absolutely. And now, and now you're working together, which Absolutely. is yeah, really lovely. So how did the actual idea for Cucumber Clothing begin, Eileen? Um, well, it was one of those funny things. We were invited um, to go away for a 50th birthday. So we were with lots of other women in the late 40s and early 50s. And a lot of them were complaining about the fact that they were, you know, they had busy lives, whether they had, you know, older parents, kids, they had jobs that they had to get to, and they weren't able to sleep well at night because they were just getting too hot. And that affected their days. And we thought, wait a second, this just must affect loads of people. Mm. And why isn't, you know, we had a look, couldn't see anybody else doing anything about it. And we thought, well, why don't we do something? Let's create something. I mean, if you Google, um, you know, clothing or nightwear for the over 40s, I don't know if you've ever done that, but it's it is so depressing. Basically, forget it, you're done. Don't worry about style, you know, comfort, nothing else. And yeah. we realised there's a real market for people who want functional clothing in the sense that, you know, we are a fabric-led brand, but also very much you still want to look and feel good. So what we're trying to do is marry the latest technical fabrics out there that have a fabulous hand feel and put those together with flattering, nice, you know, great designs. Um, So we're sort of filling a niche like that. And as Eileen said, originally we started with nightwear because people were talking about hot nights. But really through feedback from our customers, um, we say we're sort of leisure wear, nightwear, loungewear. Um, and for people who get hot for all sorts of reasons. Yeah, so for any woman who gets hot at any age, because after we launched our first collection, the one thing we were quite surprised by was all the feedback that we got from women saying, oh, well, I bought this for my daughter now who's mm. just had a baby and she's got breastfeeding sweats or someone. I took it on holiday. It was fantastic because mm. we were in Dubai and it was so hot and it just kept, kept me feeling great the whole time. Mm. Um, so we realised that actually our clothes translated to women of all sorts of ages the key thing was they wanted to stay cool they wanted to stay feeling cool looking cool and feeling attractive through all of that mm. what's so, your backgrounds before prior to this so Eileen what did you do before so I've always been in fashions but when I moved to the UK 
Um, I helped start up Nicole Farrow Menswear and then I had children and then I started my own brand, which was great and I loved it. And it was small, but it was successful and gave me a nice income stream, mm. which, um, and then we started Cucumber and uh, yeah, that was the end of that because I had to make a choice. <laughs> there was only so many hours in the day. <laughs> exactly. But it was the right choice because Good, I'm glad you really that. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> And what about you, Nancy? Well, my background is in advertising and PR. So I used to work at Sarches a long time ago. Um, I stopped working there when I had children. Um, and um, I just did some voluntary work. Uh, I worked for the Citizen Advice Bureau and I did some reading in schools, different things like that when my children were younger. But this came at a really good time, I think, in our lives and that our children, our children are in their early 20s. You know, they've got their own lives now, fleeing the nest, doing their own thing, and it's time for us to do our yeah, own thing. So, absolutely. Yeah. And actually, mm. your, both your backgrounds do marry together really they well. Do. Yeah, they do. They do. Really, really yeah. well. And the areas where we, we don't have a huge amount of knowledge, you know, people being helpful. And also, it's been a great learning curve for mm. us. We've learned so much stuff because we've had to, and it's been um, good for our brain cells. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Because yeah. one thing that, that I'm really impressed by is lots of, I think, lots of women and girlfriends have chats about ideas for businesses. Mm. But then it just stays in the head and they don't actually do anything. Yes. Whereas you two have... We went for it. Went for, <laughs> for, really it. for it, yeah. yeah. What, what was the kind of defining moment that I you think, said, actually, do you know what, yes, we're going to do I think we this. just, I think in a way we didn't overthink it. We just thought, oh, that'll be fun. Let's try it. And suddenly, before you know it, oh my God, this has happened. And I think... Maybe if we thought too much about it, maybe we wouldn't have done. It would have been quite frightening. Yes, and I think two two things I'd add to that. One of one of them is that I think we both we both like to cross every T and dot every I. Mm. So even though we thought, okay, well, let's give it a try, we were busy trying to make sure that it was going to be as good as it could be yes. without really thinking we what didn't the give end up. result. We yeah. didn't. Yeah, we wanted it to be really good. And then the other thing was two days after we launched, Lisa Armstrong, um, the fashion director at The Telegraph, wrote a big article about us. And so almost from day one, mm. yeah. it was a success yes. um, in terms of sales for us. And so that kind of gave us the momentum from yes. the very beginning. Mm. Whereas I think for a lot of other businesses, you know, if you start off very small, small, like I did with my business, then it's a question of building things up very, very slowly, which was great because my kids were younger. But actually, if you've got the time and the space, you want your business to take off yes. from the beginning. Mm. So um, that so was So from the beginning, helpful. we had sales and feedback yeah. and mm. we were already starting a little community, if you like, of people saying, what about this? Have you thought about that? So it's almost it's like we didn't have time to think we just went with it and yeah, here we are yeah, yeah i mean the article in the telegraph was a huge yeah it was yeah, great because yes. that, that gives you confidence straight away absolutely and i can still remember that the article so obviously it goes out online before you see it in the paper and it must have been about five or six in the morning i checked my ipad yes it's there and then 20 minutes later ping ping you know the sales coming through and i remember the first sale it was a lady who bought three v-neck dresses in a size 18 all the same yeah, color yeah and in fact so she's knew. come back for more since then yes and yeah. i think so we knew straight away that there were women out there who wanted a problem to be solved mm. but in a flattering way mm. you know with things that because nowadays you, you know you have so much choice as a consumer why would you choose something if you could that wasn't flattering that wasn't attractive that didn't make you feel good no you if you have a choice you're going to choose something that not only does does what it's supposed to do but it also makes you feel good yeah so. because it's the, the fabric as well it's about the fabric yeah, we are fabric. fabric. How, how long was that process because going into a kind of quite a technical mm. area i would imagine that, would have been quite difficult was i think yes that took the long that was the longest bit before we launched finding the right fabric we tested loads of different ones we sampled loads of different ones um and that took the longest to find what we thought was the absolute right fabric and that wasn't unfortunately it's not a uk fabric it's the only thing that we um 
that we have supplied from outside the UK, everything else we do within the UK on our manufacturing sampling, grading, on our trim, everything else. But the fabric we knew had mm. to be something that really did what we said it did. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. And mm. we've had so much great feedback about it. And then we're all, always trying to source new fabrics. So we're super excited about, in fact, I know you're... Um, listeners can't feel it but we'll be showing you our newest fabric that we're sampling now and it's absolutely beautiful and the amazing thing is it's got um, element of volcanic ash in it and that's what allows it to keep you cool and wick so So we're always looking at the new innovations and what we're trying to do is marry these great new technical fabrics with great design and so we're always on the lookout and as Eileen says we test everything because if it doesn't work, there's not much point because we are fabric-led. Yeah, so we're not a The most brand. important mm. thing is that the fabric works. And we're not high fashion. We say we're fashionable. So they're pieces that you might buy this year, but you can wear them for years. We're mm. also the antithesis of fast fashion. So because we're not high fashion, it's not something that you buy now and think, oh, that's so last season. Yeah. But at the same point, it lasts. So you can wear it mm. for a long time. And it's stylish. Enough, yes. So yeah. 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 Great. Thank you. Thank you. It's very wearable. It yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, you know, your listeners can't see us, but Nancy's wearing the jumpsuit, and it looks great with her silver trainers. And mm. I'm wearing a very old pair, of very patched um, jeans, but with a little wrap top, and mm. it just and heels, and it and that just works. Yeah. You can wear it casually. You can wear it to bed. Um, you can wear it to yoga. You can, it it fits in at all slots in in different times of your day and night. And this is how you style it. So we like to think that they're multifunctional pieces. So um, Eileen was saying earlier about how it's great for people in hot countries, but also travelling itself. And the fact yes. is, people want now multifunctional pieces because a lot of people are t- going taking shorter breaks um, and they'll have carry-on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great if you've got something you can wear to bed, you can dress it up for an evening out, you can wear it over a bikini, and without having to worry about it getting hot and sweaty. I mean, you can rinse things out in a hotel basin because they need very little care, but you shouldn't really need to wash them very often unless you spill something down them because they're not retaining any sweat and odours, so they don't really need washing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so on all sorts of levels, we, I mean, being a very small startup and a small company, really from the beginning, we want to be a certain type of company, and one of those things was, you know, the whole idea of slow fashion, because we do live in a seriously consumerist society, and we are producing more Mm. goods for people to buy, but it's about being thoughtful about what you buy, and we want people to think, right, if I buy a piece of this, then I will hopefully be wearing it in five years' time, I'm not going to just chuck it away, I'll still, it'll be a a very loved piece in my wardrobe, and I will have washed it a tenth of all my other stuff, Mm. so it won't have gone through all those cycles, I don't need to tumble dry it, I can just hang it up, Mm. Um, I don't need to iron it, so there are all these smaller things which really people might not think about but overall we want we want to add to kind of the the good side of consumerism rather than the bad side and the fabrics are recyclable at the end of their life as well Mm. and one thing that i've been really impressed with is is that you've you're both in your early 50s and you've just completely embraced this whole business and and i can clearly see that your age doesn't come into it at all was there ever a thought where at the right at the beginning we thought actually I, i don't i'm not so sure i really want to start doing this now not really. No, it felt just kind of very I organic. Mean, also, what is it? I, so we're in our early 50s, which sounds... God, I don't think it does but, anymore. But I, I don't... Changed, yes, but at it? the same time, I don't really... What does that feel like anyway? Yeah. I don't think we're what our mothers were. You know, we were saying this earlier, weren't yeah. we, that... Um, you know, women today in their 50s can have small children, they can have grown-up children, they can be working, not working, travelling, all so many different things, and it's more lifestyle stages and we've met so many interesting people I mean for me that's been one of the most fun things about Mm. doing this different people of all ages all backgrounds doing all different things and 
really age I mean I suppose when you have kids at school you're meeting other mothers who are roughly your sort of age mm. but now we're just meeting all people yeah, younger all and older ages, and yeah. it's great and that is great and I, I can only agree with Nancy which is I think nowadays we are you know those of us who are privileged enough to be able to choose what we want to do where we are lucky mm. to be able to say well actually I don't want to just put on a pair of fuzzy yes, slippers yeah. and go on a cruise. Though for some people that is yeah. the absolute height yes. of their ambition. That's fantastic. Yeah. But for us, we kind of thought, I actually want to do something that's going to engage our brains, yes. keep us busy, keep us growing as people. And it's just been great. And it it yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Did you get any negative feedback at the beginning from anybody that made you think... I'll tell you what, right at the beginning, so I'd say now we, we say that we are for all women of any age, any stage in her life who gets hot. At the very beginning, when we were very much facing the older menopausal women, that was where we directed our first collection to. If we mentioned what we were doing, you would oh, get yeah. a few like, it wasn't sniggers, just like a little bit of laugh because people get embarrassed. They yes. don't know what to say. It's like... It's one of those areas of life still that has some kind of taboo around it that people aren't comfortable. And, you know, fine, fair enough. If you're a man, actually, maybe you don't know anything about the female menopause and Mm. it is embarrassing and you don't know what to say or do. But, you know, hopefully little bits and pieces. Yeah, I mean, it's changing, but yes. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. being an older woman, I think looking at the three of us here, we're all vigorous, we're all doing things that are interesting to us, we're all trying hard to keep our brains young and keep physically fit, that's all all part of it, Yeah, being 50 can be anything now. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think it's it's, it's really inspiring for other women that that may be lacking a little bit of confidence as they get into the new life to to hear different women's stories. The more stories they hear and the more we share things, and And we're just kind of ordinary in inverted commas yeah. women yeah. just uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, doing something fun but yeah so you say fun because it is literally just the two of fun you. and hard work, so you, do, <laughs> hard work. you do everything don't you, everything. you do the packing the... yeah we, when we say on our website every order is packed with love we know it is because we <laughs> are doing us. it that's us yeah and we answer the phone well nancy mainly answers the phone yeah. thank you nancy and we reply uh, to all email questions yeah we do all the blogs the vlogs the newsletters uh, the website um, we organise all the shoots, you know, it just, we've yeah. been, it, and so for us, it's been great because it's been this fantastic learning curve. And sometimes it's like anything, like being at school when you're a child, some things are terribly frustrating trying to learn something new because that's what we're trying to do. And our brains are not mm. quite as plastic as they were at that age. Um, but still, it's the challenge of learning mm. something new and then feeling, okay, I get it. We get it. We understand that. That's a great feeling. It's just every it's great to you have know, all these new challenges. Yeah. 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 I mean, it can be slightly overwhelming sometimes when you, you yes. just have to think, okay, I'll just get through today yeah, and then yeah. there's the next day. Yeah. But generally speaking, yeah. between the two account, of us, we sort of manage it. We're still the challenge. We're there still are still areas where... Yeah. Yeah. And we're actually, having said that, with two of us, even if we were brilliant at everything, which sadly, we're not brilliant at everything, um, it's just time. I mean, with two of you, yeah. clearly, yeah. it's not time to do everything that you want to do. But, yeah. you know, I'm learning to be a little bit patient. It's not my forte. I was going to say, so because you've you've been friends before this, have you discovered different sides to each other? Has your friendship changed? Yes, because I used to always say, (laughs) gosh, Nancy's a really laid-back sort of person. She's easy. She had me so wrong. And now I realise I was so wrong. (laughs) Even her husband was like, what what Nancy is Eileen talking about? (laughs) No, I have to say I'm not laid-back, but I'm learning to, you know, breathe and 
what can't be done today, there'll always be tomorrow. Or at least tonight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and have you noticed anything about Eileen? I don't know. I think, actually, you are as I thought you were. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I can't yeah. think of anything. Well, I think yeah. we're, we're quite well, good. We have complementary yeah, personalities, personalities and skills. Personalities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it, it works. We're still friends. We're yeah. still friends. <laughs> yeah. It's good to see. Definitely. In the, in the industry that you're in, so you're in this kind of, it's not just midlife, um, because you are targeted at lots yeah. of different age groups, but I would imagine a quite a high proportion of your buyers are. Yeah, I in, think in at the moment they probably yeah, are. Yeah, yes, sure. yes. How do you feel in the whole industry about the attitude to midlife and, and aging? Do you think it's, it still is quite negative? Have you what have you noticed about it? It's changing. I think it's changing. I think generally it's still negative because if you look at any any advertisement it doesn't matter what it's for really the oldest sort of model you're generally going to see is going to be in her 30s or his 30s i think that's changing i think there's especially within the last two years there's been a lot of changes the editor at vogue mm-hmm. having um younger um non-white person yeah. at the helm has meant that there's been a huge amount of diversity so coming from the top down makes a difference because vogue is the fashion bible mm. But um, I think there's still a, a, a long way to go. Um, having said that, with the baby boomer generation coming to, you know, they are now all in their 80s, 70s, 60s. That makes a difference. Mm. They're a huge lump in society. They're a huge bump. And they want and to they be have spending power yes. And they want, they want to be represented. And they are all off. Some of them are cruising, but some of them are doing headstands. And some yeah. of them are climbing mountains. And some of them are buying mm. £6,000 bikes. And they don't want some 20-year-old. Yes as their role model yeah. because they feel actually quite confident about who they are so yeah. and you've no, seen that in your work yeah, yeah absolutely I think it's quite an exciting time mm. I think there is a definite shift mm. because women are just being more proactive and sharing their stories yes. and just getting on with life and age doesn't come into it yes but yes. the media just need to catch up in representation absolutely. Yes. yes yes I think it is but I think it, it is happening it just it takes time yeah yeah because yeah. when you choose your models for instance you you, you use quite diverse I hate the term real women because we are all real women. But you do. I've seen the ones you use. We want to be for real, in inverted commas, women. And from the beginning, certainly with our sizing, we've always gone from a size 8 to an 18 because people are all different shapes and sizes. And now, actually, in some styles, we start at a 6 and finish at a 20. And again, that was because... Which is really good. But again, that was for customer feedback. And, you know, ideally, we'd go higher, but we're not an outsized brand. And the other thing I'd say is, for a tiny company, it's very expensive every time you add on a size. But we're trying. And yes, in choosing our models, we don't want just, you know, six foot skinny 20 year old blondes because, you know, sadly, that's not what most people are. So, you know, we try to have different sizes and different ethnicities and different ages. So, um, yeah, that's important to us to try. I mean, it's difficult because obviously we're on a very limited budget, so we can only choose a few models at a time. Mm. But yes, we want to try and be as representative as we can. Mm. And amongst all this, how do you find time for yourself? to have some well-being and some relaxation (laughs) well I think for both of us we really like being fit and I think that's partly to do with just you feel good when Mm. you're fit fitter or you're trying to be fit and also in terms of mental health I really find that exercise is is important Mm. for me um so if I I'm not able to exercise. I find my head gets very cloudy. It's easier to get overwhelmed by work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think we both really try and make yes. time to make sure that we get... And I think that's good that we're both on the same same wavelength with that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we've both got dogs. So generally speaking, however busy I am, 
at least to have an hour's walk a day. Yeah. And that's great to clear yeah, the head. Yeah. Occasionally there's not time and someone else has to do that. But And also, you know, Eileen's very into her yoga. I do Pilates. We both work out a bit. And, you know, we try and fit in, you know, an yeah, hour and also a day we, or we're something. both, you know, we're both women. We're both interested in, in trying to look as nice as we can yeah. so you know if someone needs to get their hair dry yeah. blow dried or they need to get a facial prioritize it yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's quite nice i've always actually worked in in very women-led industries and there's always been this understanding especially in fashion that if you are a fashion brand yes. you ha- you're representing yourself so yeah. you need to look good and that's part of your job so it's not an extra to go and have your nails done it's not an extra thing that you're doing selfishly is actually yes. because you have to it's work facing. Yes. it's work <laughs> yeah. it's part of your work that's what I keep telling my husband yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's 100% it's absolutely true and then in terms of family well I think our families have been super supportive yeah, they have. And, uh, but they're also and certainly our kids are at the age where they've yeah, got their own they careers they can be supported now. from a distance exactly. it's like that's your problem yeah. mum yeah. why haven't you done this yeah. <laughs> have you thought about this yes we have yeah <laughs> But equally, you're being really good role models to them because you're showing them that life doesn't stop at 50. And I think also particularly for our kids' generation, it's different, isn't it? They don't necessarily have a job for life, do one thing and that's it. And we've shown them you can reinvent yourself. So they may be doing X or Y now and maybe they love it. Maybe they will do it forever. But maybe at some point in their lives, they'll think, "Mm, I want to change a direction. And that's okay. How ambitious are you both for the future? Well, we've always said we that. I mean, there are other companies that we look at. And we think, oh, we're a little bit similar to them because like, we we don't think there's anybody in the market doing what we're doing mm. exactly. So we don't feel we have any direct competitors as such. But from the very start, because I'm from Vancouver and Vancouver is the home, not just a spiritual home, but the actual home of Lululemon, right. and that is always a company that we've thought we like what they do. They were the first. They are the best. People will save up their pennies to Mm. buy a pair Mm. of their leggings because they're really expensive, Mm. but actually they work. They make you look good. They make you feel good. They help you exercise better and they last a long time. You want to put them on because they look good. Yeah, I still have Lululemon stuff from 10 years ago that I wear. And yes, it has stretched out a bit because it's been washed so many times. But do you know what? I still wear them. They're still great. I haven't thrown them away. So we want to be the Lululemon of... Mm. our world exactly. in the sense that yes we might be a bit more expensive but you know what if you want the real thing and the best thing you can buy you know you could buy leggings from I don't know Primark they might cost you 10 quid but they're not going to last you're not going to look good in them and mm. it's more of a throwaway and as we keep saying we are um, slow fashion the point is you buy us we last you look good you feel good and actually cost per wear because hopefully you'll wear mm. it lots that's our kind of ethos so I think we're ambitious in the sense that, you know, we want a... World domination. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> sounds good to me. <laughs> what advice would you give to other women that have have an idea in the head but are not sure how to take the first step? Just got to do it. Try it. Yeah, mm. just do it. I think you just have to do it. You know, sit down, write it down. I have to say it's been great working as a team and... Um, I think that's quite helpful because you mm. have someone to bounce ideas off. Mm. My last company was just me and sometimes I'd sit there thinking is this any good? And mm. there'd be nobody to answer me. Mm. It's quite nice having saying, yes, that's great. Or no, actually, let's rethink that. Um, but I think the main thing is just just do it. Because if you don't take the first step, mm. you can never take the second one or the third yeah. one. So yeah, and you learn from you your mistakes. Yeah, you might regret and think, what if, what if? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. And also, I think to not be scared of failing at some point. Absolutely. Yes. Because everyone makes mistakes. mistakes. And yeah. they say you if you're to. not failing in life, you're not trying. We yeah. all have failures. Well, that's so, what we say to our kids, yeah. isn't it? You have to make the mistakes. Absolutely. To, you, learn to, from them. you learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been uh, fascinating to talk to you both. It's and, been great. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing the company grow and uh, 
I'll take some photographs and put them on the website of some of the different items that you've got. So my last three questions to you both. Ooh. So I shall go with you, Eileen, first. Favourite motivating music or song? Um, so I really love, and it's really old school, but I was thinking that I really love Carole King and I love so many things about her. I didn't know much about her until I saw the musical about oh, her. Really? I didn't realise realize she was such a prolific oh songwriter God, for yeah, other people. Absolutely. That she's so had this talented. amazing journey from being a sort of suburban Jewish mm. housewife to being just an incredible singer, songwriter, Hollywood sort of person. Mm. And I would say almost any of her songs are motivational. And even now, because I listened to them when I was a kid, if I put them on now, they still get, get up me dance, up. Yeah. I want to dance. I want to just go out and do something. And she talked about being a woman in the fullest sense, um, somebody who was partner with somebody in life who maybe had children, but also was fulfilling herself. And I think that's meaningful yeah. now too. Yeah, it is. It's very yeah. relevant, isn't it? Yeah. What about you, Nancy? Oh, I hate questions like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just a very good answer, but the only song, the song I sort of stands out for me is, I mean, I love Billy Joel, mm. is uh, Don't Go Changing. Not just because it was the song at my wedding, Corny oh, Corny, yeah. but because I think it's true, actually, isn't it? You know, just be yourself. Yeah. And I think what we're trying to do is mm. all about being yourself and yeah. um, stop trying to please other people because if you can't please yourself, mm. you're never going to please other people anyway. So I think I would say that. What about a book that's inspired oh, so you? So hard. Oh, yeah, again, I can't, because I love, I do love reading, and I read. Do you a get lot. time to read? <laughs> I do. I always read. I always read before I go to bed, and I have to, or else I can't sleep. Mm. And that's my holiday treat to be able to read for hours if I'm on holiday. Mm. Um, but I've always loved my favorite author forever has been slightly obscure in this country, but he is actually really well known. Um, called Robertson Davies and he's Canadian and he's written a couple of trilogies and a couple of standalone books and in fact I can see all his titles on the sh- on the shelf behind you Rachel um, and everything he's written I found I found inspiring and motivating um, he has always strong women characters in them whether they're beautiful or ugly or clever or stupid um, he always has strong women characters and he just paints amazing pictures with his words yeah I should look it up thank you what about you Nancy again such a difficult <laughs> question I love reading too and I'm I really struggle to think of one book that it stands out in my mind mm. so I'm going to say To Kill a Mockingbird oh, yeah. which everybody knows but it's just a great story of overcoming you know not listening to other people again mm. and just what you think is right and I just the kind of book you can read at any age, isn't it? I yes. first read it when I was probably about 14 and I've read it twice since. And it's so many layers and I think it's fabulous. Yeah. My daughter's just reading it for school. Okay. Um, yeah. It was on the yeah. kitchen table. And I did say, right, after you finish that, I'm going to read it because I haven't read it for Absolutely. years. Absolutely. Yeah. And who inspires you? Oh, well, that's oh. the easy one. Is because, it? yeah, because I always say the same thing, which is my parents, because they oh, were yeah. both really fantastic. My mother just very recently passed away. But she was, you know, taught me all about kindness and love. And my dad was what I call a pioneering physician. Mm. And he taught me about being ambitious and being true to yourself and working really hard and never giving up. So between the two of them, I think they are my inspiring people. That's lovely. Thank you. I'm going to go a different generation because I can't say my parents particularly inspired me, but I will say my kids mm. only because all my children are quite driven, I would say. And just watching them grow up and now you know, start their own careers and do amazing things. And I think, you know what, if you can do it, why can't I do it? And start at any age. 
age isn't a barrier and actually they're getting on with their lives so I need to get on with mine and decide what I want to do so I will see my children that's lovely thank mm. you both very much thank you I, I would say that you've you've inspired listeners this morning not just because you've, you've gone on this new journey and set up a business but also because your, your friendships there at the, the heart of it mm. and you're supporting each other through it and I think it's really you can tell that you've you've got this this bond that you're working towards the oh, same goal. Nice. It's really lovely to see. Thank so you. thank you very much thank for your you time. Very much. Um so if you want to know more about Cucumber Clothing, you can go on their website, cucumberclothing.com. You can also follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Cucumber Clothing or Twitter, Cucumber Cloth UK. So I'll leave all the information on the show notes at the end. I'll be back in a fortnight when I'll be talking to Rebecca Weave-Smith, editor of Gordon Magazine. Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble. And I hope it's left you feeling inspired. I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, rachelperumodel.com or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being fabulous.